0: Hi, uh, Dan Kurz from Bonita Springs, Florida. Um, you've given many clues to investors to help them calculate Berkshire's intrinsic value. I've attempted to calculate the intrinsic value of Berkshire using the discount of present value of its total look-through earnings. I've taken Berkshire's total look-through earnings and adjusted them for normalized earnings at GEICO, the SuperCAD business, and General Re. Then, I've assumed that Berkshire's total look-through earnings will grow at 15% per annum on average for 10 years, 10 years per annum for years 11 through 20, and that earnings stop growing after year 20, resulting in a coupon equaling year 20 earnings from the 21st year onward. Lastly, I've discounted those estimated earnings stream at 10% to get an estimate of Berkshire's intrinsic value. My question is, is this a sound method? Is there a risk-free interest rate, such as a 30-year treasury, which might be the more appropriate rate to use here, given the predict- predictable nature of your consolidated income stream? Thank you.
1: Well, that, that is a very good question, and because that, that is the sort of way we think in terms of looking at other businesses. Uh, uh, investment is the process of putting out money today to get more money back at some point in the future. And the question is, how far in the future? How much money? And and what is the appropriate discount rate to take it back to the present day and determine how much you pay? And I would say you've stated the approach uh, — I couldn't couldn't state it better myself — the exact figures you want to use, whether you want to use 15 percent gains in earnings or 10 percent gains in the second decade, I would, I, you know, have no comment on 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 those particular numbers. But you were, you ha- you have the right approach. We would probably, in terms, we would probably use a lower discount factor in 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 uh, evaluating any business now under present-day interest rates. Now that doesn't mean we would pay that figure once we use that discount number, but we would use that to establish comparability across investment alternatives. So. If we were looking at 50 companies and making the sort of calculation that you just talked about, we would lo- use a. We, we, might, we would probably use the long-term government rate to discount it back. But we wouldn't pay that number after we discounted it back. We would look for appropriate discounts from that figure. But it doesn't really make any difference whether you use a higher figure and, and then look across them or use, the, use our figure and look for the biggest discount. You've got the right approach, and then all you have to do is stick in the right numbers. And, uh, you mentioned in, in terms of our clues, we try to give you all of the information that we would find useful ourselves in evaluating uh, Berkshire's intrinsic value uh, in our reports, uh, you know i can't think of anything we leave out that if Charlie and I uh, had been away for a year and we were trying to figure out look at the look at the situation fresh, evaluate things there's um, you know, they're, they're, there's, there's nothing, in my view, left out of our published materials. Now, one important element in Berkshire, which is a secondary factor that gets into what you're talking about there, is that because we retain all earnings, and because we have a growth of float over time, we have a considerable amount of money to invest. And it really is the success with which we invest those retained earnings and growth and float that will be an important factor in how fast our intrinsic value grows. And to a, an important extent, the, what happens there is out of our control. I mean, it, it does depend on the markets in which we operate. So if our, if our earnings plus float growth equals $3 billion or something like that in a current year, whether that $3 billion gets put to terrific use, satisfactory use, or no use at all, virtually, really depends, to a big extent, on external factors. It also depends, on to some extent, on our uh, our energy and, and, and insights and so on. But it's — the external world makes a big difference in the reinvestment rate. And, you know, your guess is as good as ours on that. But uh, if we run into favorable external circumstances, the ex- your calculation of, of intrinsic value should would result in a higher number than if we run into the kind of circumstances that we've had the last 12 months. Charlie?
2: Yeah, for many decades around here we've had roughly 100%, more than 100% of book net worth in marketable securities and had a lot of wonderful uh, wholly owned subsidiaries to boot. And, uh, and, And we've always had a very attractive place to put new money in as we generate it. Well, we still got the wonderful businesses, but we're having trouble with the new money. So it's not trouble, really, to have a pile of lovely money. This is not — I don't think there should be tears in the house.
1: Have you ever run into any unlovely money, Charlie?